Hola mi gente. The moment you've been waiting for is finally here. My brand new book, Financially Lit, is officially out. And I can't wait for you to get your copy. Inside this book, I'm bringing you culturally relevant and relatable personal finance advice that will allow you to finally feel seen, heard, and understood. Whether it's the guilt you feel from being the first person to make it while members of your family are still struggling, or the way that financial trauma manifests itself in negative and limiting beliefs around money, Financially Lit is here to guide you through it all. Just a few years ago, it was almost impossible to find personal finance books written for first-generation wealth-building Latinas. We have been forced to navigate the complicated world of money with a bunch of money books written by old white dudes who don't understand what it's like for us first-gen kids. But that stops right here, right now. Inside Financially Lit, you will learn how to set boundaries with your familia, with your dinero, create and pass on generational wealth, diversify and increase your income, protect yourself from financial abuse, navigate the complicated relationship between amor and dinero, invest like a white dude or better, and so much more. You can get your hard copy and audiobook version of Financially Lit at financiallylitbook.com and make sure to join our email list so you can find out when I'm stopping in a city near you for the Financially Lit book tour. See you soon. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The real problem is that you have not given yourself permission to also do something just because someone else has already done it. And you haven't come to this realization that like, even though there could be a million people that are doing what you want to do, no one can actually do what you do the way that you do it because you are one of one. You are a non-fungible token, my friends. You are unique. Nobody exists that is exactly like you with your own experience, with your personality, with your specific set of skills, with your specific story, the struggles you've been through, the things you've overcome. Nobody is you. You're listening to Yo Quiero Dinero, a personal finance podcast for the modern Latina. I'm your host, Janice Torres Rodriguez, personal finance expert, speaker, writer, and business coach. I teach women of color how to build wealth and gain financial independence through side hustles and investing. On this show, we're serving up POC-friendly personal finance knowledge, always with a side of sass. We're talking about how to make dinero, how to keep it, and how to make it grow. If you're ready to become poderosa with your dinero, you've come to the right place. Before we hop into today's conversation, I want to remind you to follow us on social. If you're loving this podcast and you want more community, you want to find out more about our events and all the stuff that we have going on behind the scenes, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and everywhere else you love to hang out on the internet. If you're loving this podcast, please take a moment to leave us a review if you listen to us on Apple. It's the easiest way to share our podcast with people that you know and love, and it helps us get discovered by amazing listeners like you. So take a moment, leave us a review, share us with your friends and family, subscribe so that you never miss an episode, 
And make sure to check out our blog, YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com, where you can sign up for our email list and you'll never miss an episode. Plus, you get exclusive invitations to our live events, special discounts for our digital courses, and as always, our best personal finance tips and advice to help you be poderosa with your dinero. Thanks for listening. Now, let's get into the episode. Hola, mi gente. I'm coming to you live to talk to you about side hustles. I just got off of a coaching call with a client and there's a lot of common themes that come up when I talk to my clients about why they're struggling with their side hustles. So I want to talk today about some of the most common reasons why you're not taking action on your goals because it just happens way too much. Like there's so many limiting beliefs that are in our community around what you can possibly achieve. There's a lot of head work that we got to do when we're talking about like starting businesses, side hustling, all the things. So I want to talk a little bit about one of the most common things that I'm hearing when it comes to why you're not taking actions on your goals. Let's go into the first reason why you might not be taking action on your side hustle goals. Well, it might just be because you care way too much about the opinions of other people. You want to be validated by your friends, your family, whoever it is that you want to tell about this idea. If that's you, it's fine. We all do it. We all care way too much about what other people think about what we're doing. We want to feel somehow like we have others approval before we are allowed to do what we want to do. And if you're a first gen kid, that's even more pronounced, I think, because our parents place so many expectations on like what success is supposed to look like for us that we forget to learn how to listen to ourselves right and like what the hell we actually want so you know I don't know about you but like when I was back in school and the teachers would talk about your future it's all university go to college go to college go to college that's the only thing that we are told to do like nobody ever talked about go open a business nobody was ever like yes entrepreneurship yes you can do your own thing and and I think also like a lot of the stats that people throw at us are kind of scary because it's like oh well if you have only a high school diploma you're only ever going to make this much money according to the data according to the data but like is that actually true I don't know I know a lot of people who have really high powered lucrative careers that traditionally you would need degrees for that they did not get degrees for like you know I'm talking like people who are director level fucking managers VPs all that shit and they've been able to achieve success in a traditional career without the high school diploma so this idea that like you must go to college and that's the only way you'll be successful I don't know I think that narrative is kind of served to us to scare the shit out of us Um, to a certain extent. There's no guarantee that just because you go to college that you're going to have a great career. And there's no guarantee that just because you don't go to college that you're going to be like struggling. So just caring too much about what everybody else thinks success is supposed to look like and not listening to your own desires is a bit of a problem. And you know, and I think a lot of us, especially as we get older, we forget what that voice inside of us sounds like, like what we actually want. We get so used to looking to others to validate our own desires that we forget to go within and just listen to like, what the hell do you actually want? You shouldn't always listen to the opinions of others. Yes, people have other experiences. What they have worked for may not be what works for you. We all have our own journeys that we need to be okay with going on, regardless of like who has a favorable opinion about what you're trying to do. Another reason why I think a lot of people tend to struggle on taking action on their side hustles is like, you are not necessarily in a friend group or a peer group where people people have the same sort of lifestyle aspirations as you. One thing that I encounter 
encounter a lot with my side hustle students is this idea of them feeling like they're alone, they're lonely, that nobody understands, nobody gets it, nobody has the same aspirations that they do. And so they feel almost like this shouldn't be for me or I shouldn't be thinking about this because nobody else around me is also talking about this. And it's just like, what the hell do other people's lives have to do with like what you want for your life? Sure, you know, it's it's great if we can always have people around us who are like always on the same page when it comes to like our goals or dreams or aspirations. But just because your friends or your family is not on the same page, why are you so worried about that? Again, it's like seeking the validation, seeking the approval, seeking permission. You don't actually need other people's permission to do what you want to do. Another reason why a lot of us struggle with taking action is because we feel like we are not enough. And I will let you insert whatever that enough is. Smart enough, qualified enough, have enough money, charismatic enough. We just feel like we can't hack it. Like somebody's gonna figure out that we are a fraud, that we're not actually qualified to do it, what it is that we wanna do, but that's usually what we know as imposter syndrome. You probably have way more qualifications, skills, experience, talents than you give yourself credit for because you're so used to seeing what everybody else is doing as more valuable than what you're doing. And I'm so I'm totally guilty of that. Like I, we're all guilty of that. We are always like very eager to diminish our own worthiness and our own goals and our own talents, but we are quick to hype up everybody else that is around us. And it's usually because we just don't have enough internal self-belief in ourselves and what we're capable of. Do you really not have enough time or are you just not prioritizing your time in a way that is going to allow you to reach your goals? That's the thing. We have to sometimes get very like real with ourselves when we are trying to confront our limiting beliefs and the self-sabotaging things that we do. And sometimes it's just not a good feeling acknowledge that we might be the reason why shit's just not working out the way that we want. It's a hard conversation to have. It's not fun to admit like, oh, damn, I am my own worst enemy. What the fuck? That's not what I was expecting out of this self-discovery journey. But unfortunately, like that's a lot of the shit that we have going on. It's just easier to find an external reason why we're not achieving the things that we wanna do instead of taking some level of accountability and saying, "Mm, the way that I talk to myself is not conducive to somebody who is smashing the shit out of their goals and achieving what they wanna do. And getting that nagging critic out of your head is hard. It's definitely hard. And it's a process of just, I like to think of it almost as like, you have to sort of become like a third party observer of your mind. Another reason why you might not be taking action on your goals. Sometimes our goals seem very ambitious, like absurdly ambitious. Like who the hell am I to be doing what it is that, you know, I say I want to do. And I would invite you to understand that like ideas are supposed to be kind of absurd, kind of ambitious, especially if you're creating something that like has not been in existence before. Think about all the shit that we've invented as human beings that, you know, you would just be like, what? I still don't understand how planes fly. Like it just doesn't make sense to me, but somebody thought about it and somebody created it. And now we like fly around in planes, right? You could say the same thing about the internet. Back in the day, 25 years ago, when people talked about the internet, people were just like, what the fuck are you 
talking about? What do you mean we're going to be like talking on computers and like doing all this shit that we do now that it's like normal. That's like a totally normal thing. Ideas are meant to be absurdly ambitious. And if your idea feels absurd and ambitious, that's okay. That's normal. There is no point in like trying to do something that does not excite you. And if what excites you is like something you've never heard of before, something you've never seen done before, that's cool. Like, don't be afraid of that, right? Like we should not be afraid of turning our very ambitious ideas into reality because you never know what kind of life you could create just by allowing yourself to entertain those ideas and just to imagine a possibility that doesn't currently exist. Another reason why you might not be taking actions on your goals is because you have come to the conclusion that it is somehow too late, that the train has left the station for you and whatever it is that you wanted to do, there's too many people doing it, you're too old, that ship has sailed, right? I think we all fall victim to this idea of like, what's the point of doing this? Because somebody's already done this before, so, um. I can't do it. It's too late. It is actually not too late. I want to invite you to believe that truly that it is not too late for you to do exactly what it is that you want to do. It might seem like that right in your current situation. But today, if you woke up and you have air in your lungs, you have the ability to do something to take action. You might have waited longer than like somebody else to do it, but it's not too late. You're alive. You're here. You're on planet Earth you have a functioning body and brain, you can do something. It is not too late. This whole idea that like we have to have our lives figured out by the time we're 30 is fucking trash. It is absolute trash. I feel like I've just started discovering like what is it I'm actually put on this planet to do in the last like two years, honestly. So I was floating through life up until about age 33 and I am just coming to the realization of like why I'm here, what I'm meant to do. Just because I didn't figure it out by the time I turned 30 doesn't mean I'm a fucking failure and it doesn't mean that you're a failure either. Just because you waited until now to start doing what it is that you want to do, it is not too late. And along these same lines, right, this idea of like it's too late, there's also this idea of like, well, somebody's already done it before. So like, what's the point? And it goes back to this idea of market saturation right? You think that like every single idea has ever been invented and there's nothing left to do. So you're just not going to do anything because you're not special enough to make something happen. Lies. The real problem is that you have not given yourself permission to also do something just because someone else has already done it. And you haven't come to this realization that like, even though there could be a million people that are doing what you want to do, no one can actually do what you do the way that you do it because you are one of one. You are a non-fungible token, my friends. You are unique. Nobody exists that is exactly like you with your own experience, with your personality, with your specific set of skills, with your specific story, the struggles you've been through, the things you've overcome. Nobody is you. So why does it matter if someone else has already done something? They haven't done something the way that you would do it. That's the truth. Maybe you're not taking action on your goals because you already tried once and you failed. And so now you've come to the conclusion that you are a failure because one thing that you attempted to do didn't work out. Doesn't that sound crazy? Like, because you didn't get something right, then that means that you'll never get something right again. How are you going to learn what you can do and what you're good at if you don't give yourself permission to actually fuck it up? 
okay? I started several businesses that went nowhere. I was a travel blogger for like 2.5 seconds. I tried doing a travel themed drop shipping store, didn't go anywhere. I started another blog and I obviously don't even remember what the hell it was about, but I didn't take those things as, because they didn't work out as me not being able to be an entrepreneur. Like if I had internalized the first failure, I would have never created all the other shit that now like I get to do for a living and for fun. This idea that just because you have failed once means that you will always fail in the future. It's a terrible, terrible narrative to have in your brain and I really suggest that let that shit go. Failure is an act of learning what didn't work so that you can try to do something else. I truly believe that like when things don't work out, it's because that's just not meant to be your thing. Before I ended up getting my master's degree, I was in another program in another school and I dropped out of that program. Like I think it was a year in because I'm like, well, this is not what I actually thought it was going to be. Uh, You know, conventional wisdom will tell you, well, you've already gotten so far here. Like, why are you gonna give that up? Why are you gonna quit? Why are you gonna, you just like wasted, I don't know how many thousands of dollars getting a partial education that you're like not gonna get a degree for. Okay, but like, why am I gonna get a fucking degree for a program that like, I don't even wanna do this, right? So it's just like, just because you've done something to a certain extent and it hasn't worked out and that's not what you wanna do anymore, now you know, it's time to move on. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online store shop phase to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dinero, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dinero now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dinero. 
because honestly, I feel like, you know, one of the things that we need to accept, like when we are out here living lives as humans, your not being able to achieve things is as important as the things that you can achieve. It's all part of the plan. You failing here is because you're going to succeed somewhere else. Don't be afraid of failure. Your biggest failures can be your biggest learning moments. You know, and along those same sort of lines, it's like we're so afraid of taking risks that we just would rather not. Right? We'd rather not. Um, I was talking to a client today that she's like, I know I hate this job. I know I don't want to do this anymore, but I'm comfortable with the paycheck. I'm comfortable with the benefits. And I told her, I'm like, look, you can be comfortable, but like there's also a price to pay for that comfort. If you continue down this path where you are working this career that you don't like because it just gives you money and benefits, you actually are paying a specific and a high cost price, in my opinion, the cost of your time, of your life. Because one day you're going to wake up and you're going to be like, damn, I paid a heavy fucking price for not following my own intuition that was telling me that like this season of my life has expired by staying here beyond its expiration date. There is always a price, my friends. When you decide to not do anything, there's a price for that. There's also a price for taking a risk. It's almost like you have to think about it like investing, right? Like there's no guaranteed return on investment whenever you decide to make a change, a choice, but the only guarantee is like, if you keep doing the same shit that you say you don't wanna do, well, you're gonna get more of that same shit that you don't want. So what's really the risk? Is the risk to stay the same, to not do anything? Or is the risk to see what else is out there with a possibility of it like working out? I'm kind of of the belief that like the most expensive or the most costly thing that we tend to throw away is time. Cause it's the one thing that we don't get back. You could always get another job. You could always get another title, another position, another degree, another certificate, another partner, another house. You can't get another life. So what's the actual risk by doing the same shit that you don't want to do? There's a lot of, you know, these self-sabotaging thoughts that we tend to have around why we don't, what we know we need to do. And I think a lot of it is around like, ah, well, I don't have time. I don't have enough time. (sighs) Do you really not have enough time? I know I'd be wasting a shit ton of time doing nonsense on social, on Netflix, on just bullshit. And I think if more of us were honest about, do we actually not have enough time? Or do we not have sufficient time management skills? because chances are you are not actually optimizing your time. So some of the things that I've done this year, because I noticed, you know what, I'm spending like way too much time doing bullshit in my house. I hired a house cleaner and I said, you know what, there are more productive things for me to do with my time than spend three, four, five, six hours every week cleaning my house. I would rather do something in my business that allows me to earn a sufficient amount of money that I can then outsource cleaning my house. The same thing with cooking. I love to cook y'all, but it's time consuming. And I just have other things that I need to prioritize. I have my business I wanna prioritize. I have my physical health I wanna prioritize. I want to take some of the stress of having to plan meals and cook and clean and do, like, I don't wanna do it. So I've outsourced, I get meals that are already made that I can then just go and heat up and like move on with my life. A lot of us have opportunities to optimize different things that suck up a lot of our time 
time, but we're afraid A, to ask for help. And we have an impression that like the help that we need is more expensive than what it actually is. Because you have in your head, you know, like, oh, well, this obviously like, these are things that are so for for the rich, for the wealthy, whatever. Y'all, if you could pay somebody like $30 a week to come and mow your lawn and save you like three hours of time every week, would that make sense? Like, is your three hours of time on a weekend worth $30 for somebody else to do it? You know, most of us would agree that like our time is more valuable than we actually give credit for. And outsourcing shit in your home, in your business is definitely one major way to optimize your time. And it's not as expensive as you think it is. I promise you, it is not. But you're afraid to find out like, what is it actually going to cost? Is paying somebody $100 a week to make you food and like bring you meals that you can then feed to your family so that you can cut out hours and hours and hours of cooking and cleaning and planning and prepping and all that shit. I think it's totally worth it. Meal prepping, cooking once a week, knowing that you don't have to do that shit. If you have children, you can think about delegating their care to a friend, a family member. If you need a, like an extra couple of hours a week, talking to your circle, finding out if there's somebody who can help you with childcare, setting up extra after daycare. There are solutions to every single problem that we think we cannot solve, but we have to be proactive in solving those problems because they're not going to solve themselves. So if you are finding that you have not carved out enough time or you cannot carve out enough time to work on what you actually want to work on you need to start asking for help and I know that's so hard especially for women like we don't want to ask for help we want to be super women we want to be there we want to be the perfect wives perfect partners you know perfect moms perfect daughters perfect co-workers perfect everything we want to be perfect all the fucking time and we don't want to ask for help in doing that and being perfect like how about you ask for help so that you can actually be the best version of you like you don't need to do everything for everybody It's just impossible. I invite you to entertain that it is impossible to be the perfect anything to anybody if you are draining yourself to the point that like you have no fucking time for yourself. And you know, another thing I think is also like, I know for me, this is hella, hella prevalent right now as I'm working on a really big project is like procrastination is me reinforcing this idea in myself that like I... I'm not qualified, I'm not smart enough, I'm not good enough. Like procrastination is such a big thing that I battle with all the time. And it always, always, always comes up when I feel like I am moving past my comfort zone. When I feel like, you know what? I am not good enough to do this, so I'm not gonna do it. And then I'm gonna fucking stress myself out at the end when it's almost due and it's down to the wire and then I'm gonna hate myself for it. And it's just like this endless loop It's tragic, really. But procrastination is really my own like inner self-worthiness discussions that I still need to work on of, you know, believing that I am good enough to be doing this. I am qualified to be doing this. I am smart enough to be doing this. And it's hard. It is hard, y'all. Procrastination is real, but it's really just honestly like us not believing in ourselves and our ability to do shit. Because when you actually do believe that you can do something, like you're fucking excited, you are there, you are doing it 100%. When you feel like you're, you've stepped in like beyond what you quote unquote think you're capable of doing, that's when the procrastination kicks in for me. I'm starting to become like a silent observer of my own self-sabotaging tendencies where I'm just like, bitch, you are procrastinating this because you know you need to do it because it's gonna help you grow, but you're, you're afraid. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's absolutely fear of failure. It's you just not feeling like worthy of what you're doing. And it's fucking terrible. And I hate it. And I'm trying so hard to like work on it. But you know, the struggle is real. When I find that I'm having a really hard time holding myself accountable, I have to hire somebody to hire, <laughs> to keep me accountable. So like I knew when I decided I want to put together a book proposal this year, like I was like, there's no way in hell that you, Janice Torres Rodriguez, are going to hold yourself to that. You are going to find every fucking excuse in the book as to why you don't even need to be doing this, about why this is stupid, about like why no Nobody needs a fucking book from you. And I said, you know what? I am at least self-aware enough to know that I cannot hold myself accountable for this shit. So I'm going to hire a coach. And my coach kicks me in the ass every week. And it's like, girl, get it together. You have to do this. You said you were going to do it. I believe in you. And uh, I can't avoid her meetings, right? Like so we meet every week and I'm like, well, I guess this means I got to do this shit. So if you have an area of your life where like you just cannot hold yourself accountable, you need to fucking hire somebody to literally just be that nagging ear, that nagging person in your ear that's like, remember that shit you said you were going to do? Remember? Yeah, I'm still waiting. And that could be, you know, if you want to get your fitness together, you hire a personal trainer. If you want to get your business together, you hire a business coach. If you want to get your money together, you hire, you know, a CPA if you're a business owner or you can hire a money coach, whatever. Sometimes we just need to understand as human beings, accountability to ourselves is usually the easiest thing to say fuck it to. We have such a harder time like disappointing other people, but disappointing ourselves, it's just like the default operating method. And if that's you, guess what? Congratulations, you're human. Now you need to find a solution and that might just be hiring somebody. We can't be perfect. I already know like where the areas of my life where I need somebody to literally slap me around and be like, get it together. You need to do this shit. And, and I'm okay to admit that to myself. So, you know, I do want to leave you with one final thought. If you are not taking action on your goals this year, it's March, right? So like if you made those New Year's resolutions and you were just like, well, none of that shit has panned out, I invite you to start doing some introspective work. Start thinking about what is it exactly that you have been telling yourself about your goals, your dreams or ambitions that is stopping you. If it's the fact that you don't have time, that you don't have the right skills, that you are not smart enough, that you are not qualified, that you just don't have whatever it is that you need to do to get to where you want to be, it's probably a fucking lie. It's probably a lie. You're just scared. You're scared of your own possible success. The only thing that I can tell you is like, if you don't actually start taking action on what you want, a year is going to go by, two years are going to go by, three years are going to go by, 10 years are going to go by, and you're going to find yourself in the exact same spot and you're just be like, well, how the fuck did that happen? It happened because you didn't give yourself permission to go and do what you got to do to get to where you want to be. No more self-sabotage, no more excuses, no more I can't. We are only inviting yes I can into the rest of this year, okay? So I love y'all. I'll see you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you are ready to take your dinero to the next level, sign up for our free 14-page guide, The Financially Lit Latina, the ultimate blueprint for becoming poderosa with your dinero. This 14-page guide includes our best tips on money mindset, 
budgeting, debt repayment, career, investing, financial independence, side hustles, and more. And you can get it completely free. So to get your copy of the Financially Lit Latina, just head over to YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com slash start. That's YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com slash start and start transforming your dinero story today. Until next time, stay empowered, stay inspired, and stay poderosa. On the Yo Quiero Dinero podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general information purposes only and does not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Listeners should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liability with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liability for errors, inaccuracies, omissions or misleading or defamatory statements. Usage of this podcast and associated contents constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer.